You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. To the top of the fourth we go. BYU 4, Utah Valley 1. After a four-run third with the Cougs back in front. Leading off the fourth for BYU, catcher A. Valdez struck out swinging on a, an appeal to first base in the second inning. Valdez, right-handed hitter and left-handed thrower, Dawson Day. So two lefties of record right now. Dawson Day for the Wolverines. Sy Nielsen's gone all the way for the Cougs. Day came in relief of Devin Smith. One ball, no strikes. One ball, one strike on the take from A. Valdez. BYU coming in two tonight. 16-23, and 9-9 in conference. This is, of course, a non-conference matchup. Utah Valley 7-35, and 5-23 and in the WAC. And they've lost nine in a row overall coming into tonight's game. Ten in a row against BYU. Yeah, they've had a, a tough season. You have a coach that resigns. Was that last week or the week before? A week ago. Yeah. Yeah. They've lost 19 of 22. You go back far enough. Last played BYU in Orem here back in 2019. Lost 14 to 13. That was the craziest <laughs> game. Oh, that got away from Dawson Day. Lost his grip. It'll go to two balls and two strikes to That was actually a, an extra inning game that we played. Mitch McIntyre came into pitch, and he actually had bases loaded full count in the last inning, and he threw ball four high, but the guy swung at it on a full count to to go to extra innings or else they would have walked in the winning run. And then Jaron Hall comes in from football practice, spring practice, and gets the game-winning hit in extras. High for ball three. Full count, no one out here in the top of the fourth. The last time that UVU beat BYU in this ballpark, nine years ago, almost to the day. That was pre-Mike Littlewood. That was the season before Mike. Let's keep that straight Amen. going. Yeah. It was May 1st, 2012. And that was a wild one, too. 14-11 to 11 as A. Valdez wisely takes and walks. So Valdez leads off the fourth with a base on balls. Now batting shortstop number two, Brock Watkins. UVU pitchers have... Walked three now and hit one in addition to giving up five hits and all those numbers or why there's a conference on the mound right now as David Carter comes out and there'll be another pitching change. Let's break for 60 seconds. Pitching change for UVU here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Back at UCCU Ballpark here in Orm, Utah. Pitching change for Utah Valley. Left-hander replaced by left-hander. Number 18, Logan Pettit on the hill. BYU 4, Utah Valley 1. We're the top of the fourth. No one out. And the runner on is on via a base on balls to lead off the fourth. That's A. Valdez. So Logan Pettit making his 13th appearance. All out of the bullpen. A 4.58 ERA. 21 Ks in 17 and two-thirds. Batter sitting 273 against him. His record officially is 0-0 zero and zero on the year. BYU 4, UVU 1. Wolverines scored 1 in the bottom of the first. BYU scored 4 in the top of the third and hit now in the top of the fourth. Number 9 hitter Brock Watkins will step in and be the first batter to face Logan Pettit. Brock doubled and scored in the second. He was brought in on a Double from Mitch McIntyre as the Cougars went back-to-back doubles, then back-to-back-to-back hits, double-double-single, as all three of those hitters scored in the third. Watkins, McIntyre, and Cole. Then Cole Gamble came around to score in that four-run third. All right, no one out. Runner on first, Valdez. And Brock Watkins, righty hitter, lefty thrower. That's outside for ball one from Pettit. One ball, no strikes to Brock Watkins. BYU's starting shortstop making his 28th start at short. Missed a half dozen games earlier in the year due to injury. Playing well. Hits in five of his last six coming in two tonight. The kick and fire, and that'll be inside. Just enough inside to be ball two. Two balls, no strikes, no one out. Top of the fourth inning. UVU will be home to New Mexico State in a whack play on the weekend. BYU playing at San Diego in WCC play. Travel day for BYU tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in San Diego. That's inside again, and Brock holds off for ball three. So we're looking at a likely take situation. 
Abe Valdez, the runner at first for BYU. Abe, one for one on stolen base tries, by the way. Tonight's starting catcher, Valdez, walked to lead off the fourth. And that's a four-pitch walk. And runners at first and second, no one out. Cougs have something brewing here in the fourth. So base on balls to Valdez. He goes to second on a base on balls to Watkins. And that's now four free passes offered by Utah Valley pitchers, plus a hit by pitch. It's a lot of free runners against a better hitting offensive team of late, BYU. That'll bring to the dish the top of the order. Mitch McIntyre hitting for a third time in four innings. Mitch hit by pitch in the first was stranded and then doubled, scored, and that double brought home Brock Watkins with an RBI in the third. And that's a take for strike one to Mitch McIntyre. Mitch McIntyre's last four games coming in two tonight. Six hits and four RBIs. You can now make it seven hits with five RBIs in his last five, including tonight. The 0-1. The 1-1 one and one as he takes outside for ball one. BYU in the gray pinstripes. Gray uniforms, navy pinstripe, sharp look. Cursive Cougars diagonally across the front. Shadows begin to lengthen here at UCCU Ballpark on a sunny Tuesday. Very pleasant spring day. And Mitch checks and enough for strike two. Not sure if it caught the handle or just came through the zone. Either way, strike two to McIntyre. No one out and two runners on. At second is Valdez. At what? At first is Watkins. BYU playing for an 11th straight win over Utah Valley. And a fifth win in a row overall. And that's lifted to short left center. Comes down and running catch made by the center fielder, Andrew Hacker. That was almost in no man's land. As high as it was hit, it was between shortstop left fielder and center fielder. All had to run relatively the same distance to get to the ball. Ultimately, center fielder calls off everyone else and makes the grab in short left center for out number one here in inning number four. Staying at second is Valdez. Staying at first is Watkins. One out for Peyton Cole. Peyton flied out to left, singled, and scored in the third. His single was an RBI, bringing home Mitch McIntyre. Peyton's hit was the third of three straight hits. The strike one delivered to Peyton Cole. Holds the barrel over his left shoulder. The lefty hitter, Cole. The lefty thrower, Logan Pettit. The 0-1 goes to 0-2 on a swing and a miss from Peyton. The Wolverines have come out of the pen with back-to-back southpaws. BYU's had a southpaw go all the way so far tonight. So three of the four pitchers to throw are lefties tonight. Pitcher's mound in shadow. Batter's box in shadow right now with some sunshine in between as it peeks through the grandstand roof and seating area here at UCCU Ballpark. The sun setting behind us. This park situated with center field to the southeast. And the wind coming from the northwest out to center. The 1-2, the swinging strike, and Cole is retired. So, Cole back to the dugout on a frontwards K. And that's strikeout number five for Utah Valley pitchers tonight. Three swinging and two looking. Andrew Pintar, who struck out swinging in the third after singling and being thrown out, trying to advance on a wild pitch in the first. So one for two for Andrew. Right-handed hitter Pintar, lefty thrower Pettit with two on, two out, top four. And BYU leading it by a score of four to one. Ball one gets away but is corralled by Sims. In front of the plate. BYU has won four in a row. Cooks playing their 40th game of the season. Wolverines playing their 43rd of the year. Tough year for the Wolverines. 7 and 35. BYU keeping 500 in sight at 16 and 23. Pintar off speed. Bloops it into short right. Valdez will round third. Throw comes home. Valdez comes home. Dives in as the ball gets away and skips out of the catcher's glove. It's 5-1 BYU. Valdez comes around from second to score on the single to right from Pintar. It's an RBI for Andrew. Watkins will hold it third. 
Advancing on the throw is Pate Andrew Pintar. He'll be at second. So second for Pintar. Third for Watkins. And coming home is Abe Valdez. And BYU leads by a score of 5-1. to one. Five in a row for the Cougs. Five runs on six hits. So the RBI single and advancing to second on the throw. Pintar drives home the fifth for BYU. Cole Gamble hits next. Lefty hitter Cole Gamble takes a strike one from Logan Pettit. So runners in scoring position, second and third for BYU. Watkins at third, Pintar at second. So officially a single to right, but advancing to second on the throw. A. Valdez scores, BYU's fifth run of the night. 5-1 Cougs. Strike two, so two takes from Cole. And he's now looking to stay alive in the at-bat. Cole Gamble. Flight out to left in the first. Walked and scored on a wild pitch in the third. Hits now in the fourth, trying to extend a nine-game hit streak. And fouls it opposite field down the third baseline into foul territory. Count stays 0-2 to Cole Gamble. Two out, two on. Top four here in Orem. The Wolverines opened on top with one run on the bottom of the first. Cougs score four in the third, one in the fourth. 5-1 now. We're still top four. Cole Gamble has yet to record a hit against UVU this season. He's 0-5 with a couple of bases on balls. A hit here. We give him a double-digit hit streak. He's been on fire last week and a half. Reaches out. And lines that into the UVU bullpen. Stays 0-2. So Cole staying alive in the count. UVU's been outscored this year 101-41 to in the first three innings. Wow. Outscored by 60 runs over the first three innings of their games this year. Cole Gamble rips it to right. Will it get down? It will! Double to the right field wall for Cole Gamble. Digs hard. Two will score. Cole Gamble extends the hit streak to 10 games. Two more runs come in. It's 7-1 BYU. And Cole's hot streak just keeps on rolling. Cole Gamble. A two-RBI double to right. Just laced, tattooed it to right field. And the Cougs have scored seven straight. Four in the third. Three in the fourth. Cole Gamble. 10-game hit streak, and two more come home for BYU's RBI leader now. 26 runs batted in on the season. So Cole Gamble stands at second with two out. He brought home Watkins and Pintar with runs six and seven. Two out, and the man on second is Cole Gamble. Number 22 for BYU. Extends the hit streak to 10 games with his first hit against UVU this season. The Cougars' sluggy percentage and RBI leader shows why here in the fourth inning. Keeps it going. That's a take on strike one. Ball one, followed by strike one to Jacob Wilk, BYU's first baseman. Walked in the second. Struck out looking in the third. After walking, he was retired on a 5-4 ground out, fielder's choice by Jelilich was Wilk back in the second inning. Takes ball two. Two balls. One strike, two out. Man in scoring position is Cole Gamble at second base. Jacob Wilk with an RBI opportunity here in a 7-1 game. Cougs went down 1-0 in a battle back. And how? That's hit in the air to short left field. Left fielder... Aaron's running in and making the catch on the run. That'll be it for the Cougs here in the fourth inning. But three more runs cross. So for BYU in the fourth inning, three runs on two hits. There were no errors. There was a runner left on. BYU, seven. Utah Valley, one. We go to the bottom of the fourth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Four runs in the third, three more in the fourth, 7-1 to one BYU. Seven runs on seven hits. Utah Valley one run on one hit as we go bottom four. And the Wolverines down big with Garrett Broussard in the batter's box. Now shadows for the time being across the entire playing surface here. As I say that, 
Sun's trying to peek out through the clouds to the west as we see the sunshine return to the diamond. One ball, no strikes to Garrett Broussard. Sai Nielsen's taken his game into the fourth inning tonight. And that skips away from Abe Valdez for two balls and no strikes. Sai has just thrown his 40th pitch. Yeah, it'd be nice the to, fourth inning. to get him through this inning here and build that confidence. He's so talented. He's got a bright future. In his long outing this year, five point uh, five and a third innings. Is that uh, Oregon State? Let's see if that was his high pitch count game as well. His high pitch count is 88. The 2-0 delivery to Broussard. High for ball three. So the 88 pitch game came in a four-inning outing at Texas. The five and a third was an 87 pitch game at Oregon State. Yeah, he pitched really good that day. That was when he was a starter for BYU, regular starter. He started his first four appearances. This is his first start since March 12th at Utah on a staff day, but nevertheless, a start. And that'll put Broussard at first base. So that one got away from Cy. It's like uh, Aiden Callahan is getting hot down in the bullpen. So Broussard walking. Sai has his second free pass offered tonight. Lead runner is on for Utah Valley in the bottom of the fourth. Kate Polson homered in the first down the right field line to make it one nothing. It was a two-out homer to right, one zip Wolverine, seven straight since for BYU. That's ball one. Slider just missed down. Uh, just go ahead and keep the ball down here. And, and, and Polson, who doesn't run extremely well, he's a first baseman. You could definitely double him up. He's such a great kid. He's been here, it seems like, for like seven years. Broussard at first. Polson in the box. One ball, no strikes. Side kicks and fires. Outside edge, didn't catch it. Two balls, no strikes. BYU 7, Utah Valley 1. Not sure where that missed. Looked like it caught enough of the plate. Broussard takes his lead after a base on balls. No one out here in the bottom of the fourth. Sai's having a tough time finding the zone right now. Seven straight balls delivered by Sai here in the fourth inning. Yeah, a couple borderline pitches not called his way. Get back in the count right here. Three balls and no strikes to the number three hitter. The second hitter in this inning, Cade Polson. Extended his hit streak to six games with that homer in the first. That's another four-pitch walk. So back-to-back four-pitch walks for Cy Nielsen here in the fourth. BYU began their fourth inning with back-to-back walks, and both those guys came around to score in a four-run in a three-run fourth. And now Mike Littlewood's going to come on out and make a pitching change. So Cy Nielsen will not get out of the fourth inning. He will officially go three complete and leave the game. We'll have a pitching change for BYU and tell you about it after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pitching change for BYU here in Orem. It's brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Cy Nielsen, after going three complete but not getting out of the fourth after back-to-back walks, it'll be Aiden Callahan coming in. The righty replacing the lefty. Callahan still yet to allow an earned run, a run of any kind. Now making his fifth appearance of the season. Five and a third innings pitched so far by Aiden in those five and a third. One hit allowed, three bases on balls, five strikeouts. And batters hitting 0-63 in the small sample size work issued so far from Maiden Callahan. Yeah, and, and Cy, three really good innings for us. You know, he lost the command a little bit this inning, but a positive note for Cy today to give us three really good ones. Yeah, he, he obviously doesn't want to come in and walk the first two guys in the fourth, but... Uh, you go to a guy who's had some pretty good success this year in his limited innings, coming back from Tommy John, and, and Aiden uh, 
He lives for these moments. Aiden Callahan, 6'5", 225 on the mound. Drew Sims in the box, the UVU catcher. Caught looking in the first. So 0 for 1 and 1 for his last 14 overall. First batter Callahan faces is the catcher Sims. From the bottom of the fourth, BYU 7, Utah Valley 1. Two on, no one out. And both via bases on balls. And not only bases on balls, but those were eight pitches, eight balls, and two walks to get this inning underway for UVU. Just don't want to get them back in the game in any way. but Exactly. That's... Uh, that's why if you're if you're Aiden here, you're just looking to get a ground ball double play and get the quick two outs here and try to minimize this. They'll be charged to sigh if they end up scoring, but yeah. the, he wants to keep this at a six-run lead. That was a foul ball down the first baseline for strike one. 0-1. And again, more sharply hit, but to the same area. So Aiden gets ahead of the first batter he faces, Drew Sims, the 0-2 count. Sims has a runner in scoring position. He's hitting 188 with runners in scoring position this year. He's an RBI machine, Which is, right? which is unusual for yeah. a guy that has 10 RBI and 11 hits, so yeah. go figure. So the 0-2 with no one out. Two on, bottom four, BYU up six. Callahan, kick fire. Ooh, high, ball one. Two uh, up next is Alexander Marco. Marco's on deck, having flied out to left in the second He's the guy. He's the RBI leader for UVU. Big bat, too, and Alexander Marco. And he awaits a chance to step to the plate with no one out. One ball, two strikes. And that's a swinging strikeout. Nicely done. Great slider right there. So first K from Aiden in the first battery faces goes down. And so for Callahan on the year, that's six strikeouts. A little less than six innings of work. Alexander Marco. Two for five with two RBI in the game at Miller Park. The slugging percentage, RBI and home run leader digs in with one out. Double play gets you out of the inning with no damage done. First and second for UVU. That's chopped hard and foul down the third base line. No balls and a strike. Out in front of a slider right there. What's in Aiden's arsenal, Tuck? Uh, Fastball slider guy. He he used to run up there to, to 92 92 93 pre Tommy John, but he's fighting to uh, get that velocity back, and he's worked so hard to get back to this. But his slider is probably his best, more of like a cutter. 0 1. Fouled again. That was a pitch that he struck out Sims with, is that, that tight cutter, 83 84 mile an hour, that just, it's so tough to hit. So Callahan has gone ahead 0 2 on the first two batters he faces coming in out of the pen. One out, bottom four, Cougs up 7-1. to one. UVU 5-23 and 23 at home this year. That's outside. So in both instances, the 0-2 becomes 1-2 from Callahan. Marcos in the batter's box, the right fielder for Utah Valley. Number five hitter in the order, the fourth hitter of this inning. The bottom of the fourth with UVU down six. Yeah, if Aiden can find a way out of this jam here, it would just be demoralizing for the Wolverine lineup. You know what's demoralizing for Utah Valley is when the lights come on. 0-13 <laughs> in night games this wow. year. The 1-2. Oh, and that's ripped. Fair down the third baseline. It'll bring home Broussard from second, holding a third, sliding into third safely is Polson. Advancing on the throw is Marco. Let me call it a double. Yep. Call. So double by Marco will put Polson at third. It'll bring Broussard around to score. BYU walked walk the first two batters, and one of them has now come around to score. And 7-2, to two, BYU leading UVU. We're in the bottom of the fourth. Yeah, a slider that just caught too much of the plate there, and Marco did a really nice job of keeping that fair on the third baseline. And for Alexander Marco, that's 19 doubles on the year. That's impressive. I mean, Mitch McIntyre's a pretty good doubles hitter. He's got 11 after tonight. Marco's sitting at 19 now. So second and third and one out. And already one across for Utah Valley here in the bottom of the fourth. So Alexander Marco, UTUVU's RBI leader, adds one to his tally to make the score 7-2 here in the bottom of the fourth. And for Marco, he reaches the 20 RBI plateau. 
First there for the Wolverines. 7-2 BYU. That's 0-1 to Payson Hayes. And another batter to face Callahan. Goes behind 0-2. Yeah, getting hit with that fastball. Put him away right here. So the first three batters Aiden faces, he throws two strikes on him before a ball is thrown. So 0-2 here with an out. You're in the bottom of the fourth, and runners in scoring position, second and third. Fouled back, stays 0-2. UVU coming in two tonight, was hitting 218 as a team with runners in scoring position. BYU was at 222 coming in two tonight. The Cougs, of course, have put about 13 or 14 positive points on their batting average over the last week. Yeah, this young team starting to find their way. I love the fight in this group that, you know, a couple weeks ago, they could after the Zag series, they could have just laid down and said the season's over, let's just finish it. But came back with a great week last week. The 0-2 with two on, one out. And that's again to ball one, one and two. You know, it's all spilt milk and water under the bridge, et cetera. But, uh, you know, the, the league canceled the conference tournament back in November, you know, five months ago. Things have changed so much in five months. It really and, has. You know, how tough would it be to get four teams to Stockton to play some baseball, right? And, I mean, the WAC's going to hold the tournament with maybe, yeah. with maybe six teams. Yeah. And that's what UVU's playing for. They're trying to get themselves into a sixth-place position to play some, some baseball yeah. in the postseason. And the Cougs right now just only have the faintest of mathematical hopes with no tournament this year. Fouled back, stays one and two. And that's, that's a shame because BYU's... The way they're playing right now, yeah. they could be a tournament team really easily. And that is a conference tournament team if there were a tourney to be held. Yeah, if we if we, if we we were able to win the last three series of the year and, and a couple things go our way, we'd be in the top four. Yep. We're right there. We're two games, only two games back yeah, right two now. Two games so back. And so the way the Cougars are playing now, that's the that's the goal you'd have in sight, right? Yeah. But you know, back in November, they said no tournament. And it's not being held. And, and so one team has a claim on postseason baseball right now. And that'll be the team that wins the regular season. Yes, the WCC could get an at-large, but it wouldn't be BYU. They'd have to just make something happen in Stockton. But, you know, magic happens in the postseason. So just get yourself there. Well, yeah, in the last, I think, eight years, there's only been twice that we've had two bids in the WCC. So it doesn't happen very often. So we hope that things go back to normal next year. And, of course, we also hope that BYU doesn't worry about just yeah, being fourth place next exactly. year. Exactly. You talk about you know how things are going right now. Future's bright, and hopefully this sets BYU up, kind of springboards them for what Coach Littlewood hopes is an, a conference title-type campaign next year. Meantime, Aiden Callahan's throwing three consecutive balls after opening up 0-2. Yeah, trying to put him away with uh, sliders there, and he's just missing down. Abe's doing a good job of blocking. We go fastball elevated here and try to blow up by him. Three balls, two strikes, one out, two on, bottom four. BYU 7, Utah Valley 2. The Wolverines have put one across here in the bottom of the fourth after BYU went up 7-1. to one. Second and third, a two-hopper. Well handled by Watkins. Pops out of his glove and then throws off the bag to Wilk at first, and a runner will score. And reaching first safely is Payson Hayes. And that'll be an E6 on the throwing error, I would think, from, yep, from Brock. It went Brock. You just wonder, that little bobble out of the glove, he barehanded it well, but it took him just enough, enough off his rhythm. Maybe it affects the throw. And it took Wilk off the bag at first. Another run scores, and so the back-to-back walks, and both have come around to score here in the bottom of the fourth. Yeah, hit hard, but Brock got a good glove on it and then just bobbled it. And like you said, once he had it in his hand, which he got it quickly in his hand, he rushed his throw to first. Would have had him plenty of time, but Wilk had to come off the bag. And that's it up the middle. Holding at third is Marco. The single by Hacker. It's gone Marco, Hayes, and Hacker. Back-to-back-to-back hits. And now the bases are loaded for Utah Valley here in the bottom of the fourth in a 7-3 ball game. So things are coming unspooled a little bit. I mentioned as Aiden Callahan came in, he'd yet to allow a run this year. And I believe now runs are being credited to Aiden. The first two yeah. were just were size, right? Correct. So the runner on third would be Aiden's if they score. Yeah. And he's really looking for uh, Madsen here to hit into it. Ending inning double play here. So Marco doubled. Stayed at second on the previous play as Watkins was throwing to first. But Marco advances to third on the single by Hacker. So Marco at third, Hayes at second, Hacker at first, bases loaded, one out, bottom four, and already two runs across for Utah Valley. Seven to three hour score. Double play gets you out of the inning. No more damage done. 
but the Wolverines have a big inning brewing, and we ha- we harken back to the March 23rd game. Yep. Big lead for BYU, and the Wolverines hung in it. Yes, BYU does win 11-7 to that night, but it was a game effort by the Wolverines, and they're coming back in this one. The 0-1, one out, and the sacks are stacked. Valdez sets up outside, and swinging at the high outside pitch is Mick Madsen for strike two. And again, Callahan ahead, 0-2. Yeah, he's getting ahead, but he's got to put him away right here. Throw your best stuff right here, Aiden. Four of the five hitters he's faced, he's been ahead on 0-2. But only one as he struck out. The righty kicks and fires. Hit in the air to right. Cole Gamble gives chase, has a beat on it, makes the catch. Wheels and fires. Runner will tag and score, making it 7-4, but two out in the bottom of the fourth. Well, and that run will not be earned to Aiden. It's going to go against him, but not earned because of the air from Brock. That would have been the third out. So so every run from here on out this inning will be unearned. But minimize this right here. Find a way out of this right here. Keep it to a three-run game and let your offense go in and answer. And when I said UVU had back-to-back-to-back hits, it was actually hit E5 and hit as that was considered a throwing error from Watkins that pulled Wilk off the bag. Would not have been an infield single. Ooh, inside and hit him on the hip, I think. Or the elbow. So a hit pit by pitch from Jeff Ahrens. And that will load the bases again with three with three runs across already here in the bottom of the fourth. So two out and bases loaded as Ahrens takes first base on a hit by pitch. Ahrens at first. Hacker at second. Hayes at third with two out in the bottom of the fourth. Got to find a way right here, Ado. Find a way. Three-run game. Three guys on. Bases are juiced. Single makes it a one-run game. Double possibly ties it. And obviously anything more than that we don't want to see. So three three from BYU in the top of the fourth. Answered by three from UVU in the bottom of the fourth. And so far the three runs on just two hits for UVU. The bases remain loaded. Top of the order. Ninth batter in the inning is Mitch Morales. Two out. And that's... Spiked to Abe Valdez. Ball one from Aiden. This is one of the guys UVU wants up right now. Mitch Morales ground out. 4-3 in the first. 6-4-3 DP in the third. Had a nice game against BYU back in March. 3 for 5. Two runs in RBI. And he has hits in six of his last eight coming in two tonight. Mitch Morales. The second baseman for Utah Valley. Ninth hitter in the inning. The leadoff hitter in the order. And that's hit in the air to right. Cole Gamble going back, back to the track, and hauls it in there. And that'll be it for UVU. But they answer the Cougars three in the top of the fourth with three in the bottom of the inning. So for Utah Valley, the Wolverines score three on two hits. There was one error, and three were left on. We go to the fifth. BYU seven, Utah Valley four on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the fifth inning here at UCCU Ballpark in Orem, Utah. BYU and Utah Valley. Utah Valley scored first in the first. One run to go up 1-0. Cougars scored four in the third to go up 4-1. Went up 7-1 with three in the top of the fourth. But the Wolverines mirrored that with three in the bottom of the inning. After all of that, 7-4 is our score. Top five. BYU seven runs on seven hits. Utah Valley four runs on three hits. Pitching change for the Wolverines. Fourth pitcher is Carson Brown. Carson Brown making his 13th appearance. All coming out of the bullpen. 4.20 ERA. Now 4.20 doesn't sound great. It's the best ERA on this team. UBU as a staff with an ERA of 6.63. So Carson Brown checks in. 15 innings pitched. Giving up roughly one hit per inning. Struck out 10 on the year. Batters, batters hitting just under 300 against him. And the first batter for BYU here in the fifth is the DH, Joshua Cowden. Flied out to left in the second. RBI single and was stranded in the third. Hits now in the fifth. Ooh, comes, comes inside and got him. It clipped him. And so with one pitch, the Cougars have a runner on here in the fifth inning. That's exactly what you want to do to, to answer that. Let's get the lead off on. That's the second hit batsman by Utah Valley pitchers tonight. 
to go along with four bases on balls. So six free runners for BYU. Well, and Brown has 12 walks and 15 innings pitched, so he will give up free bags. Righty hitter Danny Jelilich steps in, following the lefty Josh Cowden. Danny back in the first game against UVU, pre-injury, was one for three with a run scored. Fielder's choice in the second and struck out in the third. Fouls back the first two pitches he sees, so no balls and two strikes to Danny Jelilich. So Danny hasn't had a lot of at-bats due to injury, but uh, you know, coming into the night, he was hitting 308 on the year on 8 for 26 back when he was swinging it. Yeah, he was really getting it going. It was a big shot in the arm for us, and just a big loss when we, when we lost him. So the average dipping under 300 with the 0 for 2 so far tonight, but 286 now on the year. And again, just 28 at-bats. Health has been the only obstacle for Danny. I know that Coach loves his outfield when it looks like Jelilich, McIntyre, Gamble it's out there. It's a great outfield. This is a supreme outfield with good arms. 1-2. High for ball two. So after the 0-2, Danny takes a couple times. Two balls, two strikes, one on, top five. The runner on first is Joshua Cowden. BYU leads it by three. Seven to four the score. But a six-run lead's been cut in half by Utah Valley. Chopper to the second baseman. Four, six, but not three as for the second time. Danny beats out a throw to first, but the runner at second is retired. And so Danny will be at first with one out. Fielder's choice again for Jelilich. Yeah, when you're coming back from an injury, you don't want to have to bust it down the line a couple of times the way he has. Yeah, we've been able to find out quickly how that hamstring is feeling as he's done it twice now, reaching on fielder's choices, running hard down the line on grounders in his first and third at-bats here tonight. So Jelly is at first with one out here in the top of the fifth, bringing to the plate Abe Valdez. Abe 0 for 1, struck out and walked and scored. Ooh, and he fouls that one, I think, off his foot. Yes, he, he goes to two knees in the batter's box and... Jumps to his feet, just kicking out that right foot. A little hit and run action there. Jelich took off, and Abe had inside fastball. And oh, Good thing catchers are tough, right, Greg? Yeah. They're used to wearing it off the body. Toughest guys out there. So Abe will dig back in. That's a tough way to get strike one on you. 0-1 with one out. We're in the top of the fifth, almost halfway home here at UCCU Ballpark, home of the UVU Wolverines. Swung on and fouled back, 0-2 to Abe. One out here in the top of the fifth. Danny Jelilich at first on a fielder's choice, 4-6. Abe has started the last five games now at catcher, including tonight. And since he's been back in the starting lineup, really producing for Coach Littlewood. As I recall, he didn't make the trip to Gonzaga. Uh, no, he didn't yep. make that trip, and yep. he's answered the call since then. Really has. So. Yep. That's what you want to see. Yeah. You know, how do guys respond? He's done exactly what coach might have hoped. Seven to four, our score. Fouled back to the backstop. Count stays one ball and two strikes. The scoreboard hasn't put up the put up the air. You're right. There was but, an e, uh, the E6 on, correct, on so. Rock. Yeah. It was officially recorded as a yeah. throwing error, right? Yeah, but it's not on the scoreboard here. Coach Bradshaw's in the dugout like, come on, that's got to be an error. <laughs> <laughs> Always fighting for that pitcher ERA. Yeah, exactly. Time is called. Do we have another 20-second warning here? It looks like it. And now the uh, home plate umpire. And he said no warning because he called time, so okay. which then goes against their their visits. On deck is Brock Watkins, and he's scored in each of his plate appearances tonight. Doubled and scored in the third, walked and scored in the fourth. Abe Valdez walked and scored in his last at-bat. Was part of a three-run fourth. The one-two. Breaking ball for ball two. Anytime your bottom of your order is getting on base, 
with with the guys we have in the top three is it's it's huge for our offense because they can they, they love to hit in those spots. The right-hander Carson Brown to the righty hitter Valdez. That's hit in the air to right, short right. Right fielder hauls it in, no trouble there. That's Alexander Marco, and two are gone here in the top of the fifth. So after scoring four in the third and three in the fourth, no one across here in the fifth, and just one on with two out. Danny Jelilich remains at first. The flyout by Valdez, recorded as a nine in your scorebook, and Brock Watkins. One for one with a base on balls, two runs scored. And hits now for Brock in six of his last seven games, including tonight. Everything's coming around for BYU all over the order right now. Maybe a little too little too late this year offensively, but uh, the Cougs have come alive well, in the batter's box. We've talked about it a ton, that this offense needed to play last year. We knew there would be a growing pain year. With These are all COVID freshmen, all these guys. Most of these guys are young kids playing. They needed to play last year, and it really hurt this team specifically because of that. Ball one becomes one and one on the foul over the roof here by Brock Watkins. If you look at games played, we'd be just getting into their sophomore year, which they and, and now what are they doing? They're starting to hit in terms confident. of number of at yeah, bats. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So they would they'd had that experience, they faced good pitching, they've been in those situations, they've been through conference play. And now you see the they're starting to feel that confidence. Jelly takes his lead at first and dives back to first on the throw. The check throw by Carson Brown. The Wolverines have used four pitchers tonight. Brown the fourth of four. BYU's used two. Aiden Callahan in relief of Cy Nielsen. And a pitch out. Throw back to first. Jelly back safely. Two balls and a strike. Two outs. From the top of the fifth. And again, BYU leads by three. Seven to four. But the lead was six. Until the bottom of the fourth when UVU answered with three runs. Big part of that was the Cougars walking the first two batters of that inning. Carson Brown comes and gets strike two, the swinging strike from Watkins. So two and two with two out here in the top of the fifth, and Jelilich remains at first base. Yeah, Sims is worried about Jelilich's speed. Wonder how, you wonder how much of that speed Jelly's comfortable showing off right now. Again, he's just working his way back from the pesky hamstring. Jelly's just taken off the one time this year, one for one on stolen bases. Mike Littlewood's coming out to chat with home plate umpire Travis Roberts. What do you think the discussion might be here? Talk about it. the count? Just to make sure they're on the same page with the count, because Brock, Brock thought it was 3-2. Okay, so scoreboard right yeah, then? Yeah, scoreboard's two and right, two? yeah. Okay. Two balls, two strikes, two out. Three-run lead for BYU. Seven runs on seven hits for the visitors. Four runs on three hits for the Wolverines, the home team. The 2-2. Swinging strikeout. The Wolverines are out of the inning. So for BYU in the fifth, no runs, no hits. There were no errors. One runner was left on. We go to the bottom of the fifth. We're halfway home here at UCCU Ballpark. BYU 7, UVU 4, our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, BYU had allowed only uh, six bases on balls over the last three games. An average of two per game. Cougs have issued three walks in four innings here tonight. Looking to clamp things down a bit as we go to the bottom of the fifth. Aiden Callahan stays on the hill and delivers ball one to the leadoff hitter here in the fifth, Garrett Broussard. The number two hitter in the order, the number one hitter in this inning. BYU 7, UVU 4, our score. It was walks that came back to haunt BYU in the fourth. Back-to-back passes issued to the first two hitters and both came around to score. In that three-run fourth, the score is 7-4. Bottom five. Broussard struck out looking in the first, walked and scored in the fourth. He was the leadoff hitter in the last inning. The Wolverines brought nine to the plate in the fourth, and Broussard was the first of nine. Two balls and a strike. Really good answer inning there. Scoring a three, getting right back in the game. Two balls and a strike to Broussard. High and outside for ball three. Three and one from Aiden. Broussard had been the leadoff hitter for UVU in I think every game until tonight. 
Callahan still yet to allow an earned run on the year. He allowed one run, but that's a five-pitch walk from Callahan, lead runner on. So for the second consecutive inning, Garrett Roussard reaches with a leadoff base on balls. Yeah, staff day. Those are tough days sometimes. Normally they can be really tough on hitters, Greg, because you're not getting to face that pitcher multiple times. But uh, it also is a big deal when you know guys come in and don't throw strikes. It can put you in a quick hole. And that's four bases on balls to the last 11 batters by BYU pitchers. Minimize here. Get your ground ball right here, Hayden. And there's also a hit by pitch in there, too. So the last 11 batters faced, five have gotten on on free passes. Yeah, it's not what you want. Lead runner on, no one out, the 0-1. Now coming to Cade Polson. Polson on a six-game hit streak, and he's reached safely in both appearances. Solo shot in the first and walked and scored in the fourth. And that's laced foul down the first baseline, so... Aiden Callahan hasn't had a lot of trouble getting to 0-2 on hitters tonight. 0-2 now to Cade Polson. But of all the 0-2s he's had, just the one strikeout so far. You would love a little slider running away, get a ground ball to short, and get this double play ball. Runner at first is Broussard, leading off with a walk in the fifth, as he did the fourth. Setting up outside is A. Valdez for the righty Aiden Callahan. Righty hitter in the box, and outside... On the frame for ball one. One ball, two strikes. I watched Clayton Kershaw today throw 39 pitches in the first inning and not make it to the second. Yeah, don't see that very often. You never see that from Kershaw. You also saw the Cubs beat the Dodgers with seven runs on six hits. The Dodgers had one run on seven hits. <laughs> strike uh, strike three, as that's a swinging strike. The 0-2 goes to 1-2 and two and then a punch out. The swinging K from Cade Polson. Well, you're sitting there if you're a Cubs fan thinking, we got to face Kershaw and Bauer today back-to-back. Doubleheader, yeah. Yeah. And again, the Cubs got Kershaw out early in winning that first game, seven-inning game, by a score of 7-1. to In the second game, Cubs leading it 1-0. They're in the bottom of the sixth. Bauer's given up only, not sure if he's still in the game. In fact, he's not. Gave up, I think, four hits before leaving. 7-4 Seven to four, the score here in Orem. Again, those thirty-nine pitches—the most that Clayton Kershaw has ever pitched in a first inning. Wow! And he didn't even get out of it. No, he sat on the he sat on the bench when the second inning began. He was done after one. Oh, ball, no balls and a strike with one out here to Drew Sims, the catcher. Runner at first is Garrett, Garrett Broussard. Even Cy Youngs have a bad night. Yeah. Happens for everyone. Day. Yep. This is just such a tough game. It's just a sport of failure, Greg. You know, you're good if you fail seven times, you know, offensively. One ball, one strike, one out, one on. That's high for ball two. Two balls and a strike to the catcher, Drew Sims, and he's 0 for 2 with two strikeouts. Looking in the first, swinging in the fourth, hitting now in the fifth. Aiden Callahan just got Cade Polson on a swinging strikeout. And right now his fastball's Starting to be a little elevated. He struck out Kate on an elevated fastball. Four Ks on the day. Popped up. Left fielder Jelilich comes in as the shortstop Watkins goes back, and Watkins will take it for out two. So two out and one on here at the bottom of the fifth. BYU seven and UVU four at the score. Utah Valley looking to snap a nine-game losing streak coming into tonight. They've lost ten in a row against BYU as we've got a meeting on the mound and a pitching change. So with the score 7-4, to four, we'll take a 60-second break for a pitching change for BYU. We'll come back tell you who's on the hill next as Aiden Callahan's night is done on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. It is into the bottom of the fifth inning with BYU leading Utah Valley by a score of 7-4. to four. Two out here in the bottom of the fifth. And a runner on first is Garrett Broussard. And I tell you what, Greg, Coop came in in an unbelievable situation on Saturday to get that save because Reed was extended a little bit too. He was getting tired, flattening out. 
Coop came in, had a big strikeout and ground out to end that game, and it was a fantastic outing for him on Saturday. Gets his first save of the season in going two-thirds of an inning with that strikeout against St. Mary's to complete the series sweep for BYU. First sweep since the first series of the season at LMU. St. Mary's just doesn't play well in Provo. Yeah, they, have, they struggle when they come to never the won, mountains. Never won a game. So it's an empty count, and two are out, and one is on. Garrett Broussard reached with a leadoff walk, then a strikeout by Polson, a pop-up by Sims. Change in pitchers, and Alexander Marco, who doubled and scored in the fourth, hits now in the fifth and takes strike one. Alexander Marco flied out to left in the second, doubled to left and scores in the fourth. Part of a three-run fourth for Utah Valley. Seven to four, our score, bottom five. Righty in the box, lefty on the hill. Cooper McKeon making his 18th appearance. One of the busier guys out of the pen. That's ball one, one and one to Alexander Marco. Well, and Cooper was one of those kids early in the season. Uh, he got left home for the LMU series to just recharge. He was he had a three-week stretch there where he struggled, and, and, and Coach left him home. And he recharged, and since then, if you look at his numbers, they've been really good for us. 19 Ks in 16 innings pitched as that's fouled back over the roof here to one ball and two strikes. So we'll see if uh, Coop's got a wipeout pitch he goes to on a one and two count. Two out here in the bottom of the fifth, and the runner on first is Garrett Broussard. Alexander Marco, the offensive leader for UVU, in the box with a runner on first. I mentioned one of the busier guys, so McKeon making his 18th appearance. McLaughlin has 20, and Robison has 20 appearances. Well, I don't think Reed will be available tonight. There's a chance he won't be. Mm. And that's the Cougars getting out of the inning. McKeon comes in and whiffs Alexander Marco. Marco the swinging strikeout, and we go to the top of the sixth inning. We are through five complete in the fifth for UVU. No runs, no hits, there were no errors. One runner was left on. After five, it is BYU 72, UVU 4 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the sixth, top of the order for BYU. Mitch McIntyre, Cougar center fielder, steps in. Takes inside for ball one from Carson Brown. Earlier this year... BYU played an in-state team that, to that point, was winless in night games. And BYU won that night game. That was against Utah. At the time, they couldn't had not won a night game. And UVU tonight is in the same spot as that may get down. It will in front of the center fielder. A single to right center for Mitch McIntyre. Drops in front of the center fielder for a leadoff single. And UVU is another one of those teams that has yet to win a night game on the year. 0 for 13 when the lights come on. And they're down by 3 with the lights on here at UCCU Ballpark. Lead-off single for Mitch McIntyre. So Mitch has his second hit of the night. Only 13 night games. That's because the the double headers they play in conference play and then the getaway day. Ooh, that was almost perfect. That was Peyton Cole doing what he does. Yeah. Bunt down the third baseline. Roll just foul. Just barely. Yeah, but the, so I think they only play one. They might only get to... I guess you could count the second game of a doubleheader in night game, right? That usually, right? Because you're going to play at one and then probably five. They have, to have I think they have had some 12 threes, though, too, yeah. double headers. Yeah. So not a ton of night games, yeah. you know, but, but still, it's, it's a weird thing. 13. That, yeah. That's just a, that is crazy. So strike one on the foul bunt down the third baseline by Peyton Cole. As noted earlier, BYU sacrifice bunt leader with Mitch McIntyre at first. Mitch, by the way, two for three with a double and a single. Hit by pitch. And a fly out, so he's reached safely in three of four plate appearances. That's what you want out of your leadoff guy, Mitch McIntyre. That's Chopper. That's going to be four hole. Mitch will hold it second. Oh, uh, but it got away from the right yeah. fielder. Oh, you know, it's Mitch too shallow. That's doesn't the have problem. eyes in the back yeah. of his head, and it was a little shallow, but not handled cleanly by the right fielder. But Mitch was holding it second. Had he, had he seen the bobble, he's gone, but... As it stands, first and second on the shallow single to right from Peyton Cole. So back-to-back singles for BYU. Yeah, Marco has, a, business. Marco has a good arm, so you don't want to get the first out at third base. But then, of course, like you said, you can't see that kicking away. And by the time it does, he's already shut it down. So he just advanced to second. 
meeting on the mound. Will Carson Brown's night be done? There's action in the pen. It's the pitching coach, Jody Watts, out there, so usually yeah. that means they're just trying to get a guy some time. Some time. So Blake Zelemy is the pitcher warming. Not sure if he's warm yet. Well, they're down to just two coaches because of yeah, Coach Madsen, yeah. you know, re resignation. Now they just have the two guys. Yeah, Carter and Watts are the only two there, and they're both obviously third and first, with so Watts doubling as pitching coach. So you have to finish the season doing triple duty. So Brown will stay on the hill, but the Cougs are percolating here in the sixth. First and second, no one out. And Andrew Pintar... One of the true engines of this offense in the batter's box right now. Singled in the first, struck out in the third, RBI single and scored in the fourth. Good night for Andrew. Two for three with a run on an RBI. And he's had a great season against UVU at this point. Yes, he has. That's five for six with five runs and four RBI against the Wolverines alone. Take have strike your, one. Have yourself a series. The 0-1 to Penny. Squares with two on. Crouches, pulls it back on the shoulder. Grounds to short. The step on second. The fire to first. And a double play. The 6-U-3 and two quick outs after first and second. No one out here in the top of the sixth with BYU looking to reassert itself and expand that three-run lead. Well, now it's a runner on third and two out with Cole Gamble stepping in. So a double play. The 6U3 retires Pintar and Cole at second with McIntyre moving to third on the ground out. And now you need a big two-out hit here by Cole. Cole Gamble pops up and foul. And it was a two-RBI double for Cole Gamble in his last at-bat to extend his hitting streak to ten games expand his RBI lead, his slugging percentage lead, and his hot streak. The WCC Player of the Week getting his next week off to a stellar start. And that's going to be... Oh, a diving stop on the second baseman, but Cole's going to beat it to first and drive a run home. And nice play by the second baseman, but too good a speed there by Cole. Infield single from Cole Gamble will bring home Mitch McIntyre from third, so another RBI for Cole Gamble... On the infield single diving stop, it appeared to be going between second and short for a single into center, but it was cut off by the second baseman. Nice diving stop. When he gets to his feet, Cole's too quick to beat it to first base. So Cole with back-to-back -back hits. And the Cougs scored their eighth run of the night. Eight to four, the score, two out, top six. And a swing and a miss from Jacob Wilk. So infield single for Gamble keep extending that lead. These in-state games are always so crazy. Rarely are they just huge lopsided wins. We've, we've been on a fair share of those against Utah Valley, but they're usually really close contested games. Remember a couple weeks ago, we were talking about how Cole was stuck on 15 RBIs for a month? Well, now he's at 27. Yeah. Just like in a snap of a finger. In two and a half weeks. Yeah. Three RBI tonight for Cole Gamble. One and one. Chopper to third, fire to first, and couldn't get the dig. Wild pit, or wild throw, E5 on the throwing error, and runners will advance to second and third. Wilk to second and Gamble to third. So well handled, but rushed on the throw yeah. and couldn't get scooped out by the first baseman. Been almost really tough to handle. Should have been a better throw from Madsen, and it puts runners in second and third with two outs. So the E5 throwing error. Well, yeah, I mean, he had plenty of time. Wilk doesn't run very well, and uh, just rushed the throw. Like you said, filled it cleanly, rushed the throw, spiked it. Poulsen couldn't hold it. Both runners advance, and now Cowden has a chance to get a two-out, two-RBI knock. Cooks have hit a round. No, no, nope. beg your, no, beg your pardon. Yeah, they're just coming to, yeah, just Cowden is just the sixth hitter of this inning. Mm, good catch by Sims, he... Overthrew that fastball. I don't know how it didn't hit Cowden. Cowden Cowden let off the fifth being hit by a pitch. Hits now in the sixth with two out and two on. And one across in an 8-4 game. Ball one. Second and third for the Kooks. Gamble at third, Wilk at second. And two quick balls delivered to Joshua Cowden. 
So here in the sixth, McIntyre singling, Cole singling, Gamble singling. The three hits in the inning and a one-run inning so far. Eight runs, ten hits for BYU. Four runs, three hits for UVU. Errors for both teams. Three balls delivered to Joshua Cowden. So 3-0 with runners at first, at second, and third. Take here for Josh? Yeah. Ah, I mean, normally I say yes, but 3-0 here. Maybe he'll get a chance. And takes for a four-pitch walk. So the sacks are stacked. Cowden, after being hit by a pitch in the fifth, walks in the sixth. And the sacks are stacked for BYU. Cougars sitting now with the bases loaded. BYU on the year. Hitting 114. 5 for 44. With the sacks stacked and the bases are juiced for Danny Jelilich. RBI opportunity with two out here in the top of the sixth. 8 to 4 the score. BYU leading it. Jelly chops foul over the BYU or the UVU dugout down the third baseline. Seventh hitter in the inning. Here is Danny Jelilich. The Cougs led off the inning with the top of the order. Mitch McIntyre. They've gone all the way to the seventh hitter. The base is loaded. Gamble at third. Wilk at second. Cowden at first. Jelly in the box. He's reached on two fielder's choices and struck out on an 0-for-3 night. And fouls that out of play down the first baseline. So, Jelly in his return. Hitless and looking at an 0-2 count now from Carson Brown. Brown the fourth pitcher for UVU. BYU's used three, with the third being Cooper McKeon. Two strikes here, battle. Just put it up the middle here and, and get two more runs here. Double-digit hit tally for BYU tonight. Jelly. Again, fouls it out of play. Stays 0-2. Well, you know, he was he was so hot before he got injured and then was out a few weeks and got re-injured, and so hasn't seen real live pitching for a minute. BYU double-digit hits now in three of its last four games. 18 on Thursday, 11 on Saturday. Those were against St. Mary's, and now 10 against UVU. The bat's coming alive late in the season for BYU. The 0-2 with two out and three on. Jelly, center field. In the air and about 10 yards in front of the warning track. Center fielder makes the catch, and the inning is over. So Cougs get one in the top of the sixth for BYU. One run on three hits. There, were, there was an error. And three were left on. We go to the bottom of the six with BYU 8 and UVU 4. The score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We go bottom six here in Orem. BYU 8 and UVU 4. The score. Cougars add one run to their lead in the top of the sixth on the Cole Gamble RBI. Infield single for Cole. Three RBI on the night. Well, this is that shutdown inning we always talk about, Greg. You just advanced it to a, a four-run lead. And you go up there and put up a zero, Coop. See if the Cougs can turn their sixth-inning tide. More on that in a second. The 0-1 coming to Payson Hayes. Fouls it back. Zero balls and two strikes. The Cougs have allowed the most runs of any inning this year in the sixth inning. We'll see if the Cougs can get out of the sixth tonight unscathed to keep this thing a four-run game. Eight to four the score. Eight runs, ten hits for BYU. Four runs on just three hits for UVU. So more than a run per hit for the Wolverines. Cougars have issued just a few too many free passes tonight via base on balls and hit by pitch. The three-hit number you can certainly deal with. Absolutely. Inside, oh, what a pitch. Inside for the punch out. That's a three-pitch strikeout. The backwards K for Payson Hayes, and one gone here in the bottom of the sixth. Center fielder Hacker steps in, ground out in the second, singled stranded in the fourth, hits now in the sixth with his team down four. Andrew Hacker. What a name, right? Indeed. 191. His batting average, so 
do what you will with that. As he takes strike one. 0-1. One out here in the bottom of the sixth. Swing and a miss for strike two, so 0-2. Oh well, no disrespect to Andrew, but usually in baseball, when you say he's a hacker, it usually means he's not a very good hitter. He yeah. just hacks at it and swings and misses a lot. So, I mean, that would kind of... The name fits a little bit to that average. And Cooper's ahead of the first two batters, 0-2. Oh Punched out the first on three pitches, and the second on three pitches. Six pitches... Two outs. Getting into some yeah, territory here, Greg. Just, just, just saying. saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. All right, all right. Come on, Coop. So caught looking and now swinging back-to-back strikeouts for Cooper McKeon here in the sixth. And Mick Madsen will dig in, ground out, and fly out. You know, ground out, fly out, strikeout just sound, kind of sounds yeah, nice sounds right really now. really good right uh, now. All right. Two out. Empty count, empty bases. Swinging strike. <laughs> One. Well, he's thrown seven pitches, yep. and he's gotten seven strikes. Yep. I'm just saying. Come on, Coop. <laughs> Come on, oh, Coop. Oh, man. The southpaw, Cooper McKeon. Has himself an inning going right now. Eight to four, the score. Oh, one. Oh, come on, Coop. High and outside. You're not allowed to throw a ball. <laughs> come on. There's certain things in this game, and right there wasn't one of them. <laughs> All right, one and one with two out. Coop's trying to get to the final third of this game with a four-run lead. And BYU, a theme we've talked about a lot. That's fouled back for one and two. So Coop could get himself a 10-pitch inning. It's going to be the, the immaculate plus one. There right? we go. The, yeah. Yeah. Three Ks with one ball thrown in. Let's yep. look for that. All right. So it's uh, Mick Madsen looking at a 1-2 count with two out. Payson Hayes struck out looking. Andrew Hacker struck out swinging. What will Mick Madsen do? The southpaw bends at the waist. Cooper McKeon kicks and fires. Foul back again. Stays one and two. The Kooks have a lead through six. They're all but unbeatable. With a nice 11-1 record on the year. Always be closing. ABC. One and two. Two out. Bases empty. Bottom six. BYU eight. UVU four. Reaching at it. Lunging at it. Staying alive as he fouls it down the third baseline into foul territory. Just a little dribbler there from Madsen. Stays one and two. Little four-game hit run going for Madsen, but no hits tonight. Seven for his last 15 coming in two tonight with four RBI, but nothing tonight. So seven for 17 over his last five games. One and two. Mm, outside for ball two. Just don't let Madsen get away here. Two and two count with two out. And we're at the bottom of the sixth. And BYU leads UVU by a score of eight to four. The Cougars played catch-up for a little while tonight. They were down one nothing into the third. But a four-run third put the Cougars in front where they have stayed. The lead got back to three after a 7-1 to one lead. 7-4 to four was the score. Grounded to short. Handled by Brock Watkins. Fires nice the first. And the 6-3 ends the inning. So for Utah Valley, no runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on. We go to the top of the seventh. BYU 8, UVU 4. Our score on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.